Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Welcome to everyone tonight. Those of you that are here, thank you for being here. Praise God. Amen. I want to share something a few minutes here tonight. I don't really expect to go that long. And sometimes, you know, sometimes, Brother Middleton, you, you, you got something and it's a wow to you and you're pretty confident it's going to be a wow to everybody else. And then sometimes there's something that's a wow to you and you're a little bit afraid it may not be a wow to everybody else. So this is, uh, you know, this is that second one. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said anything. So we'll see. Good thing is, if it's not wow, we'll just spell it backwards and it'll be. Yeah, there we go. Let me start with this. John 1. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The Amplified says it this way, The light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, put it out, or absorbed it, or appropriated it, and is unreceptive to it. It has never overpowered it, put it out or absorbed it or appropriated it. It is unreceptive to it. So King James says it comprehended it not. The problem is 2018 for us comprehended. We think about that in terms of understanding, but really it's more about the darkness could not overpower the light. Thank you, Father, for your presence this evening. Thank you for the privilege of being in your presence. I thank you, God. I believe that you have already touched hearts and lives in this place. You've already ministered some individuals that were in need of a touch from you, and I thank you for that. But I pray, God, now that you would speak to us. I'm asking you to speak to us. I pray, God, that you would speak to us. I do not want to just preach a sermon because it's expected as a part of a service, but I want to be a conduit that you could say something to somebody in this place tonight, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. God bless you. You may be seated. The light shineth in darkness. I, I think I could say it this way and it be completely in line with the Scripture and the meaning here. To say it like this, the light shined into darkness. I realize the word is in, 
Okay, I understand that. But I think the context and the meaning of what John is saying, it's okay to say the light shined into darkness. In fact, verse 14, I think it is that he, he, he became flesh, dwelt among us. The light became flesh, so came into the darkness. The light shined in to the darkness, and the darkness could not overtake it. I don't care how dark this world is or how much darker it gets, it cannot overpower the light. It cannot overpower the light. It will not overpower the light. Light will always win over the darkness. Light will shine into darkness, and darkness will not be able to put it out, to absorb it, or appropriate it. Light will succeed. Light will succeed. There's a lot of battles that the outcome is not necessarily predetermined. But the battle of light and darkness, light always wins. And what's amazing is how small the light has to be to impact the darkness. If every light in this room was off, every emergency light, every light was off, just the light of a cell phone would impact this room full of darkness. And so John says the light shines into the darkness. You to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, if you would, please. I've used these verses several times on Thursday nights over the last couple of weeks, but that's the beauty of Scripture. There is so much to every Scripture, you can never exhaust what is there. I saw something in one of these verses a couple of weeks ago that I read it, but for some reason it was one of those moments and one of those times in which it jumped out and caught my attention. Verse number one, therefore seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid hid to them that are lost, but really more importantly, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. We either believe that verse or we don't. If we truly believe, or the 
if we truly believe that, that the God of this world has blinded their minds, why are we so perplexed when they don't see? It's kind of like getting mad at people you think are bound by religious tradition. Chances are, whether it's some other denomination or it's Pentecostals, if they are bound by religious tradition, there's a real good chance they don't know they're bound by religious tradition. So don't judge them for what they aren't aware of. You got to get rid of the blindness so they can see. So Paul says the God of this world has blinded them lest the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus or gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus sake. For God, now, hold on, let me, let me hold up. Go, go back to the previous verse, sorry, I jumped the gun. I remind you again that John says, in, in the actual King James, it says the light shines in darkness. And again, I think it's safe to say that the light shined into darkness. And the darkness didn't overtake it. But I noticed something a couple of weeks ago, Brother Middleton, in this verse. Here's the wow moment. Or the poof moment. In this verse, it says, God, who commanded the light to shine out. John said light shine in two, but Paul says God has commanded the light to shine out of. Uh Uh-oh. Lord, thank you for this day. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. He shined in two darkness. But Paul says now, God has commanded the light to shine out of darkness. We don't preach ourselves, but we preach Christ, your servants for Jesus' sake, who commands light to shine out of darkness. He has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So the light initially pierced the darkness, but now it is supposed to shine out of the darkness. Some of you are waiting for God to send something into your circumstances that God is waiting for you to release from your circumstances. (laughs) 
He's sitting there saying, I don't know what you're doing. I've already, I've already sent it in and the darkness cannot overpower it. But now what I need you to do is in the midst of darkness, I need you to release it and let the light now shine out of darkness. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. I think I'm just going to keep reading these verses and preaching these verses until we all believe them. And I said, oh, I said, I mean, I said, we, not you. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Anybody got anything right now that you feel like just kind of killing you? You got anything that's try that you feel like it's trying to kill you right now? You you shouldn't have shouted earlier. You ought to shout right now. Because God is allowing some dying so that something that's already gone into can now come back out of Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death. I don't think that's what we signed up for. Everywhere I turn it, everything is killing me. Exactly. You are constantly being delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. Oh, somebody needs to get that part right there. You are constantly being delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, not for punishment's sake. Some of you can't get past, what have I done wrong? I keep getting delivered unto death. You haven't done anything wrong. You're being delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, but that's only half the verse, so that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in your mortal flesh. I got to tell you, I, I keep struggling wrapping my brain around those last two words. Because I think we always got this spiritual thing limited to the spiritual. But he said, delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be manifest, not in your spiritual man. He said, in your old stinking mortal flesh. But you're being delivered unto death so that life can be manifested through you. We are, we spend so much time fighting God's greatest blessings. We spend so much time trying to pray ourselves out of God's greatest blessings. 
Because we want the comfort and ease and convenience. And God's saying, if you really want to live, i got to send some death first. But I've already sent some light in too, so that in the midst of your darkness, what I sent in too can now shine out of. Let me give you, I, 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 I won't drag this out and just take your time all night here. So let me, let me, get, to, let me get you the punchline. Revelation 1.11, I just read, just read these, Revelation 1, just read these verses Thursday night. I had no clue I'd be using them again tonight, but here we go. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before this throne and from Jesus Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. I got to tell you, if I got to go through some tribulation, I'm glad to know I don't have to go through it by myself. If nothing else, misery loves company. But John said, I'm your companion in tribulation. You know what? We don't have much trouble being each other's companion when you got, when you just got a raise and you want to take everybody out to dinner and treat everybody because you just, but when it comes to everybody else's tribulation, sometimes we're like, you know what? I got my own share. You deal with yours. I'll deal with mine. But John said, I am your companion in tribulation. And in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last and what and what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna and unto Pergamos and unto Thyatira and Sardis and unto Philadelphia and unto Laodicea. I won't take time to get into it tonight. I covered it Thursday. But Patmos was not a paradise vacation island that Paul was on for sabbatical. I've heard of authors that will go away for several weeks and, you know, they'll find a nice serene spot and they'll go away for several weeks to write their book. John was in the aisle called Patmos. It was a desolate place. 
It was a lonely place. And he was there because of the word of the Lord and the testimony of God. And so he was there, put there negatively. But light had already shined into darkness. So we find John now lonely and isolated, abandoned, in darkness. But on the isle called Patmos, out of darkness... We get the last book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ shine out of darkness. I preach to several, if not a bunch of people that God has got you in some darkness. But what he's also done is put some light that it's up to you to decide. Light has already shined into darkness. Now it's my time to allow light to shine out of darkness. It's not time for you to figure out how to get out of darkness. It's time for you to start letting your light shine out of the darkness that you have been put in. Paul writes four of his epistles. Four of his epistles were written from prison. Four epistles were written from prison. Ephesians, which presents the church, which is his body. This is the invisible church of which Christ is the head. Colossians, which presents Christ who is the head of the body, the church. The emphasis is upon Christ rather than on the church. Philippians presents Christian living, which Christ as the... With, with Christ as the dynamic. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. And then Philemon presents Christian living in action in a pagan society. Paul says, if thou count me therefore a partner, receive him as myself. If he hath wronged thee or oweth thee anything, put that on my account. So Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, and Philemon were written from light, not shining into the darkness, but light that was shining out of the darkness. Out of. I'm sorry, you've got the Holy Ghost. You are not in need of light shining into. You've got the Holy Ghost. If you're in darkness and you're waiting on the light to shine into your darkness, you're waiting on something that has already happened. 
He has already shown into your darkness so that you can now in turn show out light from your darkness. Oh, hallelujah. There's, I, 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 it, as I said this morning, not the gifts of the Spirit, the gift of suspicion. Some people operate in the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge and the word of faith. And every, everybody, everybody operates in the gift of suspicion. Some more than others. So I say that to not sound like I'm being all spiritually discerning. I could start walking around this room and pointing fingers in some faces and calling some names that the Holy Ghost is talking to you tonight. Because you're in some darkness. And all you can think about is, God, get me out of this darkness. You've got some death that's at work in you. Not understanding that actually what he's also trying to do is produce some life. You're not going through what you're going through so he can kill you. Well, actually you are, but not kill you in the way that we say kill you. Not kill you in the sense of destroying you and finishing you off, but killing you in the sense that his life can now live through you and shine out of you. I've already shined into. I now need you to let me shine out of. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm resisting. I'm resisting. I, I, there's, there's, there's probably ten people right now. I, I, keep, I keep wanting to just call your name. Maybe if I speak in tongues a little bit and then call your name, that'll make it better. You need to stop trying to get out of and let the light shine out of. What good's that going to do me? Well, I don't know. It may do you this good. Thy word is a light to my path. So if I release the light, I might be able to start seeing where to go. But I spend all my time waiting on God. I've been teaching it. I, I keep trying to send, I keep planning to send an email out. Uh, if you haven't been here, if you've missed Thursday nights over the last several weeks, I, I want to encourage you to listen. I, I, I'm always awkward to do that because I'm not trying to self-promote, but I feel like the Lord has been speaking to us. I know some of you are in financial peace and some of you are in love and respect. I, I get all that. We we got a whole lot of stuff that we're sitting back waiting on him to do that he's sitting there going, you know what, I've already given you the tools or I've already given you the instructions on what to do. You You got to do something. So I've already shined light into your darkness. I need you now to release light out. 
I walk by a dark room with a flashlight and turn the flashlight on, I would be shining the light into. But that's not what he's calling you and I to do. He's calling us to let it shine out of because he has already shined it into. Oh, Jesus. We are troubled on every side. But there's something shining out of. We are perplexed, but not in despair, because there's something that's being released from. Cast down, but we're not destroyed, because I've got something that's working from me. He that believeth on me as the Scripture hath said, into his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He that believeth, as the Scripture has said, into his belly is going to flow rivers. He that believeth, as the Scripture hath said, out of, out of his innermost being shall drip, shall trickle. I got the river, living water. Flow out of, shine out of. Brother Dennis, assuming your wife's out with the baby, but I declare again tonight that I believe that out of the circumstances of that baby is going to shine light. Doctors are saying no worse, but no better. Kind of sounds like darkness. But you don't need another light to shine into your circumstances. You've got the light that you need to let shine out of. Came down here a little while ago with one set of ideas in mind. Kind of been in some darkness, haven't you? Yeah, you. I'm right here, right here. Yeah, you. No. Ain't nobody back there except one row, so. Kind of kind of felt like you've been in a little bit of darkness, huh? God, when are you going to shine into? If everybody just listened as intently as you, we'd be in awesome shape. God, when are you going to shine into? God saying, Ian, when are you going to shine out of? <laughs> Some of you need to find the switch. Some of you just need to feel around till you can find the switch. And just turn it on and let it shine out 
of. Stan, I know y'all were settled in for a long winter's nap, I told you. Oh, Jesus. What is it that's your darkness tonight? Some of you got some different circumstances than others. That's the darkness that you are in. Rather than you needing to wait on God to send more light into, God has saying, now it's time for you to let it shine out of. I've got some death working, but it's producing some life. I've got some things working that seem to be against you, but actually they are working for you. And I just now need you to release what is in you. Why don't somebody just go ahead right now, and if no other way you can think to do it, then by allowing the Holy Ghost to pray through you and flow through you for a few moments, why don't you let something shine out of you right now? If the darkness shine, if the light shines into the darkness and the darkness cannot overpower it, then the light shines out of the darkness and the darkness cannot overpower it. In the name of Jesus, Father, let light be released out of somebody's darkness tonight. Father, let light be released out of somebody's darkness tonight. Not light that needs to shine into their darkness, but light to be released out of their darkness. Come on, I feel something releasing in this place right now. Come on, I feel there. I feel there's a release taking place in some people right now. Come on, let something shine out of you. Let something flow from you. God, whatever darkness we may be in tonight, whatever darkness we may find ourselves in, let light be released out of our darkness. We don't need more light shining into it. We need light shining out of it. God hasn't abandoned you. God has not forsaken you. Let the light shine out from where you are. God's not punishing you. God's not working against you. God is working for His sake and allowing some things to be set up that they might shine out of you. Come on, just a couple of more minutes. It's only 725. But God is doing something in a few folks right now. If you don't need something, why don't you let something shine out of you? to somebody else right now there are some things that are being released there are some people that are releasing 
into their darkness some light to shine. Let the light shine out from my circumstances. Let the light shine out from where I am, God. Let the light be released into my darkness. Let the light shine out into the darkness of fear. Let the light shine out to the darkness of doubt. Let the light shine out to the darkness of hopelessness. We release, we release, we release the light to shine out of the darkness that we may be in. Let the same light that overpowered the darkness to get in be the same light that overpowers the darkness to get out. No matter how dark the circumstances I'm in, Lord, it can't overpower the light shining out. No matter how abandoned or isolated I may feel, it cannot overpower the light shining out into the darkness. Oh, Holy Ghost, shine out of our darkness. Holy Ghost, shine out of our darkness. Let the light be released out of our darkness. Come on, I see some darkness being pushed back. I see some darkness being pushed back. But it's not being pushed back by light shining into. It's being pushed back by light shining out of. In the name of Jesus, shine out of, shine out of, let it be released to shine out of God. Let it be released to shine out of my darkness. Let it be released to shine out of my darkness. God, give me the revelation and the understanding. I don't need you to send in what is already there that just needs to be sent out.
You've already shined into our hearts. You've already shined into our lives, God. Now help us to release you to shine out of. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You've not abandoned us, God. You've not forsaken us. You've not neglected us. But you've already put within us what we need to release out of us. Hey, 